What's up, Riley? Do you want to record a podcast? You know, we probably could, but what would it be about? Well, opposed to the one we just did, which was talk about Digimon for 40 minutes, uh, I want to suggest for you a uh, a podcast that uh, my friend Chris Hutton suggested earlier today, which okay. is a podcast where you listen to a podcast and figure out which one, and at the end of it, pick who the winner was. Now, these aren't competitive podcasts. These are just <laughs> any podcast has a winner. It has somebody who is successful and somebody who failed. And it is our job to pick like a judge in court. Yeah, I went to I went to business school. So I know that in every human interaction, there is a winner and then there's the rest. So uh, what is podcasting if not that? I think that we can both agree that in every episode of the podcast minds, I've uh, come out victorious because um, uh, I, I I wouldn't have published if that weren't the case. I'm not here to display weakness. I do um, publish half of them, so <laughs> eh, I wouldn't go that far. Uh, here, I'll most edit of them, this part most out. of I'll them you send to out. me, and then I have to upload and be a middle manager on, uh, <laughs> yeah, which is exactly what business school prepared me for. So, <laughs> but yeah, every human interaction, there's a winner, and then there's everyone else. Um, mm-hmm. So. I'm trying to think what podcast. What pod? I mean, I'm trying to think of one specifically that isn't one of our usual go tos, right? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of something where I could dig in and really like who is who is. And do we message them? Do we go like, hey, <laughs> just so you know? No, absolutely not. We just put out the episode. We tag them in the post about it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> very good. We message. Uh, we, we listen to Just King things, and there's a uh, what is it? It's it's. Is it Cameron Kunselman and, and Michael Lutz? Yeah. Yep. 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 Thank you. <laughs> we go. Which one of these two won this hour and a half talk about a Stephen King podcast? Yeah. We go. Boy, and their talk about Carrie. It really seemed like Kunselman knew what was happening. <laughs> and you know the the problem with Lutz is that he kept saying menstruation in a weird way, and I think that that was really <laughs> a loss. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> really overpronouncing the U, and so he lost that episode. Uh huh. Um, I just listened to their Carrie episode very recently, and it just it really pulled me out. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. I was like, this feels like a very specific reference that I do not understand, but I will let them go. Um, yeah, I think I think you listen to Behind the Bastards, and you're just like, okay, well, uh, looks like the host wins again. Uh, definitely not the producer, uh, and definitely not the guest who just kind of is kind of there, going like, that's pretty fucked up. Uh, wow. That's I will say if you have a, a podcast with that uh, variety of that like in that vein, um, the good news is that like you're guaranteed to win every episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, here actually now that I'm thinking about it, 
there's a world where then like eventually we create like a there's a leaderboard there's a podcast leaderboards for how many wins of podcasts you have right it's like the big monsters inc board where you're ticking <laughs> up and down we're all walking through the podcast factory together each walking into our separate recording rooms yeah this is <laughs> podcast city where the number of subscribers you have fuels us and keeps the lights on quite literally uh, not just for us, but for everyone. Um, so we got to listen to him a bim bam and be like, all right, Justin's back on top. Uh, had some sleeper pulls for Griffin in this episode and that one guy that was voting for Travis, but Justin comes out on top again. Watch the numbers because it's an analog uh, leaderboard because mm-hmm. that's just fun to look at. Oh, yeah. You got to hear that satisfying back. click. Exactly, exactly. I I love the idea that we would find the podcaster who has the most wins, and then we could go like, is are they ethical wins? Because <laughs> then we could give him an L on a different sub- like subject entirely, which is, did you ethically win your podcast? Now, what do you mean by ethical? Because I feel like... Because I could come up... Here's the thing. <laughs> if either one of us wanted to, we could make the other terrible at this podcast <laughs> we could decide to not to to sandbag for the other person and to just like lift up the other and to just lift up ourselves you know what i but, mean but i i feel like we're good enough judges that we would res- we would understand that as we're listening and be like well clearly they're not the winner you look but no did they one- lo- a cheating win is still a win and that's the thing it'll be it'll be messy and then that's the thing that we can then litigate in the side court in the side podcast the pod the pod the the leader pod the pod leaderboard the leaderboards for podcasts one of those Mm -hmm. (laughs) you take your pick lister is then (laughs) do they rightfully have that place or do we have an enemy on the very top i mean i think that if if they don't rightfully have that place then we just execute whoever our judge was Ah, yes, that's it. We put them to death immediately. Andrew, Mm -hmm. (laughs) now that I have threatened a life, do you have another suggestion? Yeah. um, Speaking of the fact that we just decided that we live in uh, Monsters, Inc. podcast world, uh, Mm. this one that came in from... uh, Take me down to the podcast city where the (laughs) mics are clean and the jokes are shitty. (laughs) 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 Would you please take me? Alice Lily Kyra writes in and says, why does this have lore cast? Why does this have, that's a very good thing. Like me playing any sort of gotcha game is like, why are you trying to tell me a story? I just want to look at the pretty pictures and then have them do pinball. <laughs> I don't care that like someone's like, I need to get back home using the world flipper. Like, I don't care. I don't. <laughs> you cannot make me care. But I think that you, you need that. You gotta you gotta connect with your characters yeah. at some point. Why am I spending five dollars if I don't know who I'm buying? <laughs> because I'll never know who I'm buying. Well, not, it's not like... know who I'm buying in that regard. But like, what's what's the point in opening up a booster pack if I don't look at the card and go, "Oh, that's Jace. I know his story." <laughs> because I go. I really want a five-star blue for my fucking team so I can get rid of this three-star guy that's still on my team. Like, the stars are all the lore I need, baby. And maybe this is... <laughs> the maybe- lore of this character is that he's got a really good attack and his support ability really buffs the team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is why, like, when you... <laughs> as we continue to think about it more, why does this have lore? What if... Why Why bother with the content here? Why does this matter? Hi. I know a lot of you that listen 
are TTRPG designers. Mm-hmm. And my friends, I'm holding your hands as a fellow one of you. Why does your game have lore? I'm not going to read it. <laughs> That's a fact from me to you. I know that there was a tweet going around the other day that said, like, oh, game games have shown that games with settings are the only things that succeed. No. I've never read a setting. I'm not going to do it. I ain't going to do it. I don't care. I can make things up. And you know what? So can the other people. Well, it's, but it's Riley, possible. you've bought those games, though, that have the settings. I cut every page out of Lancer that had a setting in it. <laughs> but but you bought it. Yes, yes, yes. But now but you but bought now the it's game. lopsided on my shelf. Okay, okay. I want them I want the I want to know how dice connect and make thing go big or how narrative mechanic do cool thing. I do not care about about the Thetis or whatever. <laughs> I could bring up if I say the phrase itch reviews, is it gonna really set you off? <laughs> no, go ahead. Because <laughs> I've read a fair share in my days that are like, why is this three pages long? All it is is the game. Why doesn't this tell me what's in it or why I uh-huh. should care? I think people like the lore. And I think we gotta explain why it has it. It just doesn't make sense to me, man. It just doesn't. That's because you don't know how to read, Riley. <laughs> I'm not going to. I don't need a Game Master's page. I don't need lore. All I need is what are the <laughs> mechanics, and I'll go forward. I'm a big kid. I can play pretend. <laughs> so weren't, weren't we just saying before we started recording that the worst thing about the Digimon trading card game is that we don't know what's in any box? Because in any box, mm-hmm. they're just like, here are more cards instead of like, this is a set about Machine Dramon. Let me actually, this is actually interesting. Let me pitch to you. This is a a sister podcast to Champs in the Making. This mm-hmm. isn't a bracket. This is a ranking podcast. This is where we will just hit random Digimon, and we will pull up two Digimon, and we will simply go, is this one better than that one? And we will work our way up the fucking charts. And then we will, we'll, then after we have two, then we'll go, okay, is this one, do you think this one's better than this one? This one? And then we'll have a list. We'll just have a list of, like, these are the best Digimon. I think a ranking podcast is just a bracket podcast with more and worse steps. True. You're right. I think I think that if, if you're just going to take... If you're going to do a show just to compare two things, I think that in the end, one of them has to die. Yo, yeah. mm-hmm. That's fair. That's fair. That's how we do they- it in basketball. The only time I give a shit about basketball is in March Madness. I don't care about what happens in the regular season where two people play and then they're like, oh, I guess our records are different now. I don't give a shit. I give a shit when two people play and they say, great, Loyola, you're in hell now. Bye bye. <laughs> You've got to gamer hell. Yeah, hope Sister Jean's on your side because God wasn't today. <laughs> Andrew, I want you to give me a uh, a number between, let's see here, what do we have here? A number between 1 and 20. 12 12 4 8 12 that would be this one i have now given you this digi egg right here Uh uh-oh let's hatch it shall we uh sure let's hatch it it's a little gray blob (laughs) dear lord you have hatched mokumon a digimon baby which envelops its whole body with a smoke-like vapor it is a unique Digimon whose computer kernel, Digicore, said to be at the center of the Digimon's body, is bare, so it seems to protect the Digicore with smoke. 
Uh, it is a Digimon with an unusual way of life. Now yeah, let's... it's a little cloud with an ugly face and a little fire on top. This thing sucks. Whatever bracket this thing goes up against, it loses to. <laughs> well, here, here's how I think we do it. Is then we continue to do this random number where I give you, where you give me, like the next one is one through four. And then we take out a whole line at once. We take a Digimon from egg to end. And <laughs> then like in the middle there. We decide we can rank the eggs, but though like we'll cut out whole lines. You know what I mean? Do you yeah, understand what I'm saying? Don't some Digimon have like 18 different things they can turn into? I've only exactly. played a single video game, so I feel like the fact that you could hit Lopmon by taking out I don't know, I th- Garbador feels wrong to me. I think up to 14. I think we up to up not up to 14. I just had a number for no reason. Up to rookie. Like we we like the egg baby rookie stays alive like those are th- those are we can start a path there but at the end no those are though that entire line's gone like and like that way you don't hit lotmon because like oh you still got a path you can find a few paths but like give me one to, give me one to four andrew two two all right you have digivolved into this. You have digivolved into Koromon. You know this guy. This guy, great, great little dude. Fuzz covering his surface. And now here, See, we get... See, 90% of Digimon babies suck. Really? I think this guy's adorable. It's, He's a it's little a pink ball dude with, with like... Thing. It, they all... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to make people mad. I think Digimon are all pretty much... Most of them, a lot of them, look pretty terrible. Oh yeah, Digimon is like Yu-Gi-Oh, where they were like, "Should we have a consistent style?" And they were like, "Absolutely not." It. This one looks <laughs> like a testicle. That guy's just a man. <laughs> Let's go wild here. <laughs> we need we need at least fifty percent of our conversation today to not revolve around Digimon. And what we've done in the pre-recording for the show uh, is really skewing that number. So. I need us to go with a different idea here, right? That's fair. That's fair. I do have a list of 40 that this Digimon goes into, so I was really excited to see where you went from here. Jesus But I understand. Christ. Just give me one number, and I'll just show the picture, and we'll move on. Nope, that's okay. Riley, I got an Fuck. idea here. I'm, I'm, doing, I'm losing this episode, because I'm just going to say no, but... Uh, <laughs> this one comes in from our AI robot uh, that was sent to us a while ago. This is a title called, What Would You Say? What would I say if Andrew tried to say no but? I would say 36. (laughs) To which I would then say, no, I'm not going to do that. No. (laughs) What would you say? Is this like one of those like hidden camera shows where it is like the, uh, what would, uh, like, what would, like, what would you do? Or you're on camera, secret hidden camera kind of things. I think someone pointed out to us that we've been um, hitting the idea of, dragging random uninvolved people and forcing them to do a podcast with us lately. So I think we need to lay off of total strangers. So I don't think we want to go in that direction. So maybe this is a therapeutic podcast then. Maybe this is the like, the like, Hey, what would you say in that position? Should you been able to think about it? I think that this is one of those times we've said often that we work too hard, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's incredibly hard mm-hmm. to make podcasts, do all this content. And uh, we need to We're take 20 things- minutes in, been talking about Digimon for most of it. <laughs> Look, we I'm not saying all hard. of our episodes are great, but I am saying I'm going to win all of them. 
Um, I think this is one of those times where we just take it easy with a podcast. We go to Reddit. We go to the advice subreddit. <laughs> we just look at what the top question is today. We just we just read off there and just start reading comments. We just yeah we just uh, take uh, oh boy uh, we just yeah no a, I was gonna say this is this is a rough one because you did on, just open Reddit and well, there's gonna I'm, be nothing there. Honestly, I went to Reddit and that was a problem in the first place. Uh, went to the advice subreddit. The first message I see is, is it racist to cosplay Princess Tiana? Uh, Riley, what would you say? <laughs> oh, y- yeah. Yeah, great. Assuming- episode, episode one, we're getting into cosplay racism discourse. Wonderful. This is a great podcast. You know how I Andrew- said that we work too hard? Yeah. This Andrew, is us taking it easy. I have another suggestion for you. Hit me. This one's from Electric Gaunt. Uh, car talk by people who are pretending to know about cars. <laughs> Actually, wait. Sidestep. Car talk by people who hate cars. Andrew, can I be real with you for a second? Yeah, hit me. I don't give a fuck about cars. I, I like hate m- cars. I like mine because it's the one that I have, and so obviously I made the right decision. Uh-huh. But, like, I don't fucking care about the rest of it yeah no i don't like driving i don't like uh owning a car and all of the upkeep that goes along with it um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i wish i lived somewhere walkable mm-hmm. uh, my favorite thing about covid is that i haven't had to drive in like two years um like I've, I've i've driven around occasionally in sam's car but like my car is kind of out of commission because it just sat in the lot for a long time and I need to take it to the shop and get it taken care of. But for now, it's like, oh, okay. Uh, I don't have to actively use a car and it's the greatest thing that ever happened to me. And I understand that and I agree with that because I fucking, I just, I don't, I grew up, my parents were uh, car dealers and I just hated that shit. I, I hated to, like, them to reference, be like, oh yeah, we have the 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 GS today. I'm like, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. And so, I, Andrew, I, I don't I've know pulled makes and models of cars, mm-hmm. which is why this is going to be great. I've pulled up a random car generator, which is the thing that exists. A random car generator. And today we're going to ca- talk about the C-Class sedan by Mercedes-Benz. <laughs> ah, the C-Class sedan. Yeah. Um, the Mercedes-Benz C350 from 2010. Um, the, <laughs> the Well, we might be talking about the, the newest version today. Um, Andrew... This baby wraps technological advances in seductive style, sleek sculpting a wide range of wheel choices. And why does the wheel choice matter? Why do I want a wide range of wheel choices? Riley, this thing says that it's got eight wheel options to show how you roll. Um, I think that it's much more interesting if we act like this thing has how I read that, which is that you have the option of having this car with eight wheels. <laughs> Oh, you have an eight. You have like a fucking octo car, a classic eight wheel sedan. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. It's basically tank treads at that point. I'm not gonna lie. When you said a random car generator, I thought that this was going to generate a random car for us, not no. find a car that exists and pull it at random. It I thought this four... was a made up car for a minute. No, it gave me four actual cars. <laughs> I want to show you, scroll up to where it says the touchpad, put the world at your thumbs. There's two different wheel options, and I'm really struggling to find a difference visually between these two. What is gray and what is black, but it moves up and down like there's a difference. 
And I think is the, is it that the wheel isn't circle on the gray one? Well, I think it's the the, the thing on the bottom uh, moves a little bit. Yeah, but no, actually, look at the gray one. The gray one's flat on the bottom. It's yeah, not a that one kind of goes uh, like. So the first one's kind of built like. Uh, that one's built like Chris Evans, and then if you look at the one on the right, it's built like Chris Hemsworth. You see what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I get you. I get you. I get you. Yeah. Can we talk about the engine. I think our listeners want us to hear of us talk about this twin scroll turbo direct injection Camtronic valve adjustment. Look, when you have as many wheels as this car needs, you need as many injections as you can get. I, when I look at an engine, man, like I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at, dude. There's, it looks like a heart. It looks like a human heart. So and yeah, I don't get it. It's just valves yeah. and shit. The good news about this one, look, this is a perfect car for people like you and me who don't care. Um, this isn't your A class sedan for people that like really give a shit. And this mm-hmm. isn't even your B class sedan for people that are like, you know, I care, but like money's tight mm-hmm. right now. I got to like yeah. weigh my options. This is the C class sedan. This mm-hmm. is like, mm-hmm. you know what? You need a car. I got a car. <gasps> they gave it eight wheels for some reason, but you're not really going to care about that. This is the one you're taking off the lot. Do you want to know the price actually and rethink that statement? Uh, well, it's a Mercedes Benz, so I'm sure that this is stupid expensive. <laughs> Do you want to take a guess? Do you want to get, get, get within 10? Get within 10. Um, let's see. <laughs> I'm going to guess that this is like 40000 new. $42,650. It has, it has eight color choices. You could go black, obsidian black, uh, iridium silver, Mojave silver, lunar blue black. Wait, they have uh, Mojave silver? They have Mojave silver, Andrew. I can't tell the difference between these two silvers. There's there's four grays, two, three blacks, one blue, and a white. So, important question. What's the lore on this car? <laughs> what is the lore on this car? What well, has a thing called the night package? I want to break in and try to figure out what a night package is. I think the and night I- package is where the car talks to you and helps you solve crimes. Oh, exactly. That's right. That's where you get the night right. You get the built-in AI. Yeah, Kit's there to help out. <laughs> but we couldn't afford Kit, so this is this is just this is bit. This is bit. This is our knockoff Kit from Night Rider. They're not good at solving crimes. Let me get that across to you right now. But it will know when one <laughs> happens. So when you get in the car, it does go like shame about what happened on fifth and third, and you're like. Excuse me? You're like, what happened on 5th and 3rd? And you're like, I don't, I don't know, know. Probably an accident? I got a hunch. <laughs> I bet <laughs> she trips on a knife. <laughs> Thanks, Bit. <laughs> right, you got I, a different idea for a podcast for us. I think car talk with people who hate cars is actually genius. <laughs> I think that there's <laughs> there's a lot there, but let me let me crack open a new suggestion because let me go to the other uh, the other podcasting AI that we have because we have several at this point, and I want to get to you about a game show podcast that is an unauthorized reproduction. It is way reviews say that it is way too nitpicky. <laughs> If you want, the relevant property is the entire 1800s. So, Andrew, let me talk to you about my recreation of the show Deadwood, but it's a game show. (laughs) (laughs) Let Let me talk to you 
about the Wild West podcast, the most root tootinest podcast this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> and, you know, yeah, you know, a game show I think is really dumb. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what you say. It's going to offend a lot of people. Um, by a lot of people, I mean my sister, so I'm just going to get tweets about this. Uh, Jeopardy's dumb. I think that, like, the questions on Jeopardy are good, but the fact that you have to, like, pretend you're answering a question, or, like, you're asking a question, you have to say, like, who what is, is Steve Jobs? What is farts? Or yeah. Some shit. I, that is... Why? Mm-hmm. Why it's, are we playing pretend here? Why are you fucking with me? Bec- like, I don't, I don't like games where the answer is because I said so, and that's uh-huh. like really what Jeopardy comes down to. Because I think that the 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 thing it's supposed to be is that like they're giving you the answer, so you uh-huh. have to give the question right. Uh huh. But like, that's not how any of the questions are phrased. And if if I asked who is Steve Jobs and you gave me a Jeopardy clue as your answer, you'd get the answer <laughs> wrong on the test. I'd beat the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah, like if I said who is Steve Jobs in my in my my business class and your answer was like this, this billionaire one- <laughs> CEO is known for his turtlenecks and eating an apple a day. Yeah, you failed. Great you failed, yeah. Jeopardy. You don't get that one. <laughs> you missed. You fucked up. <laughs> I so- think that this we need to go deeper, and we need to say, uh, this is Jeopardy, but you have to answer our questions in the form of a rhyming couplet. <laughs> and, All right, Andrew, who is Steve Jobs? Okay, um, I'll get to that in just a second, but I Catch. do want to say that uh, we're being needlessly finicky. Um, so you know how sometimes on Jeopardy oh, someone yeah. will say, like, who's Steve job? And they'll be like, great. And then someone will be like, actually it's Steve jobs. Uh, or they'll be like, you said who, and you should have said, what is Steve jobs? Cause we were uh-huh. talking about like his business system or something. You know, I'm the not question thinking of was, when is right Steve now. jobs? Because he's a time traveler. Exactly. Um, I think that we need to like deeply care about like rhyme scheme and meter. Uh, you're not allowed oh, to give God. a scant rhyme. You're not allowed to, uh, you know, kind of break meter on this one. You have there to is give. a judge. There is like a whole jury that will judge the rhyme. And if one person thinks it does not pass, then that rhyme does not work, and you mm-hmm. do lose five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna bring back Emily Dickinson. Um, <laughs> be like, death has no longer come for you, so you're gonna come for us. Uh, welcome to our show. You're now our 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 panel guest. Um, <laughs> And so she will judge the rhyming couplets of everyone that comes on to do this. How's it feel to be a genius? This this is great. This Feels is a great pretty show. Good. Feels pretty good. I'm trying to think of a rhyming couplet for Steve Jobs. The problem is we still have the same uh, time, like the same time limit as Jeopardy questions. So you get like five seconds to. It's to, still like the yeah. It's the at maximum twenty seconds, but the song will play out every time, and that mm-hmm, gets exhausting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like nobody fucking wants to hear that, and, and I also can't think of a rhyming couplet for Steve Jobs, <laughs> whose name ends with OBS, which I feel like should give us plenty to work with. Someone would say, like, um, attend the tale of CEO Steve Jobs. 
his company made his his company's devices gave us pods. And someone will be like, uh, you rhymed jobs with pods, which has the same vowel sound and shape to it. And it does mm-hmm. end on like a sharp consonant. So it's half there, but it was a, a B and a D. So uh, you get no points for that answer. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then they look down, but at least they didn't lose money because we will, you will lose money. Mm-hmm. And even past like... You know how sometimes you can see people in like the negative 500s or whatever? Mm -hmm. That is a bill that will be sent to you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing that always gets me about. I love it in game shows where they're like, if you look at the rules, they're competing for money. But like the person in second place doesn't get the amount of money that they have on the board. Yeah, they get like 20 bucks and a coupon to Subway or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, first place is like, oh, you scored a thousand points more than the other person. That means that you've earned the 32,000. The person has 31,000. I guess you're going to get 20 bucks and a firm handshake from Alex Trebek. Like, (laughs) you're going to have to take that as your win. (laughs) That's all you're getting today. Mm Mm-hmm. Andrew, now that we've uh, made a very great podcast, yeah, I think. Th- third place, uh, you're lucky we're validating your parking. F- fourth place, shot dead on the spot. Uh, <laughs> Andrew, please give me another suggestion. Oh boy, I can give you another suggestion. Um, all right, Riley, I got an I got an <laughs> idea here for you. Yeah, what do you got? What do you got? What do you got? This one came in a little while ago from Ceramic Costumes, who says. One of the largest demographics of podcast listeners are artists slash craftspeople doing monotonous tasks. So I think all podcasts should pause a few times an episode to tell you you're doing an amazing job. I think this is a great idea. <laughs> like, if instead of an ad break, I just got like a, hey, that last thing you did was really great. Great job. I saw that was a tricky maneuver that you just did, uh, but you pulled it off really well. A lot of people would say you're talented, and I think that's doing a disservice to what you yourself are doing, because you're skilled at what you do. You've worked hard for these abilities, and they really show in your work, and I'm impressed by it. Look, we both know that you did mess that last part up, but (laughs) frankly, once it's finished, no one's going to notice. And anyone Mm -hmm. that does notice the part of it that's like a little bit off, like that's really more on them than it is on you. Mm Mm-hmm imperfections make the whole and anybody is going to stumble as they walk up this many stairs but the matter of the fact is you still climb the stairs and the rest of us took the escalator damn your skills damn. got hands <laughs> damn <laughs> shit <laughs> and- so yeah we can and- just like take those and intersperse them throughout different podcasts as we record yeah, yeah, and exactly go. Well, maybe we release a whole set so that way you can put them in your podcast and such do we want to do different See, so, do we want to do, uh, you know how if you go to like a tourist trap, you'll see like the same keychain, but it's like it got a different uh-huh. name on it, right? Yeah. Do we want to do it? So we want to do these different podcasts? Where should, it, <laughs> yeah. Should we do like this one's for woodworking? This one's for. Uh, oh, so you're not saying we don't we go like you're saying like, hey, great job on that on that cut there. The miter saw is always a hard thing to use, but you're doing great. I was thinking that we go like, hey, Chris, drive safe today. <laughs> yeah we just go like alex great fucking job out there man you're crushing it. <laughs> hey deborah nice stitching on that one <laughs> grizzy you're doing great <laughs> andrew i have a suggestion here from the wonderful electric gaunt 
and I need you to work with me in this space. Okay? All right. Okay. Design your dream set for the vodcast live stream version of the podcast minds there, but for the grace of pod go we. You know how sometimes you'll see people, you'll see a video of people recording a podcast, like Giant Palm will, will stream when they record. Yeah. And they have like a set. Mm hmm. Andrew, what would our perfect set look like? Here's what I'm imagining. Let me walk you through a little bit. Okay. First off, uh, you know when you walk into Best Buy and they got those like 87 screens on the background that make up a huge wall? Mm-hmm. We got that. Yeah, absolutely. That's behind us. And it's usually a cave. Mm-hmm. We've checked on wire cutter to make sure that we know which one's the right one to go with. Like uh-huh. 90% of our time was planning out which TV we should buy just to use as like a, a just a, a wall. Because mm-hmm. that's the kind of people we are. Absolutely. And so we have what we have this wonderful cave like LED wall behind us. And I think that both of our tables look like rocks that have had the tops shaved off. And the microphone is in the crystal, just like the uh, the podcast cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like the logo. I think that we have, uh, you know, the, like the hard hats with the earmuffs built in so that you can like mm-hmm. do ear protection as well as head protection. Yep, yep, yep. I think we've got that, except instead of earmuffs, we replaced it with headphones. That's smart. That's really smart. And then it's got a a big old light on the front, like an old timey miner. And that's great. And every and like then our background changes as we talk about the podcasts. Like uh, we we have some preset in. Like we're not having somebody live making these on the spot. But like we're like oh this is another game show podcast. Then we cut to the game show thing, or this is another reality show thing. And like mm-hmm. we have it on Stream Deck, so like the background can have like a little gif of like Ryan Seacrest lost in a cave wandering around. <laughs> like I think <laughs> I think in between us on the table we have a. Uh, like a little like like a hook that you would have in a garden, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. And hanging from it is a bird cage, and inside of it is just a dead canary. <laughs> That's a very funny visual gag. <laughs> um, I think I think also in this in this perfect in this perfect set that we're imagining, um, we have like the. I don't want to put the te- the tweets on the wall behind us because that would ruin the sanctity of the mine. Mm-hmm. Um, what I think happens is like a fake mine cart goes ching, 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 and comes down like the path towards us. And then we reach forward as it would hit us and grab out of it, uh, air quotes, out of a bowl that's on the middle of the counter, the tweets mm-hmm. that we have written down. Because <laughs> we've printed out, the intern has printed all these tweets. So I think, I think we're going to go one step uh, further and this is going to this is going to involve something that we've never done before um which mm-hmm. is prep things beforehand um Ooh, but rough <laughs> i do think that we're going to pick the tweets that we're going to talk about before we record stay with me <laughs> okay and um i think that we're going to give them to the intern and each week the intern will have to like craft rocks around them and so we have to take a pickaxe and break the rocks open to find the ideas inside. It's like a it's like a fancy Chuck E. Cheese uh, arcade ride thing I, where I, we'll hit it and I'll go and then we'll lift it up. <laughs> like we have we have somebody in like stage crew outfit like like holding it up as we fake crack into this fake rock and it breaks open, which is one actor, one stage crew member going and like moving it apart and another person lifting up the tweet. 
I do think that we're both underestimating how hard it is to mine for rocks. So I do think that like that will be a good forty percent of our runtime is us swinging axes and going fuck, cool, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but when we do eventually get them, I do think that we'll like have to bite it to make sure it's real. I would love to bite into a suggestion that's good and go. Ah, uh, it's fake, Andrew. Throw it aside. <laughs> Do you have another suggestion for me? Oh boy, what's my other suggestion? Sorry, I'm very tired today. <laughs> Absolutely fine. I love Electric Gaunt's uh, the podcast mind's wife takeover. Uh, <laughs> for, for like <laughs> Electric Gaunt, I love your energy. I love where your head's at. My wife is not online and will not be, and I will never ask her to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's yeah. My 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 wife streams with me. That's uh, about where it begins and ends. <laughs> Andrew, I have a, I have a suggestion. If you do not, now nah, hit me with another suggestion. What you got, Riley? <laughs> my suggestion is here from. Uh, Howlix Headless or at Cello Buster with your spooky Halloween name. Ooh. ATP, Active Time Podcasting. You know the ATP system for Final Fantasy? Yes, and I hate it. <laughs> that but podcasting. Andrew, you know how sometimes there's a long pause in between our jokes where we're trying to think of what to do? I mean, I usually edit those out, but yes. I don't. I, I know. <laughs> I am weed. <laughs> Sorry, I saw the picture where somebody put the uh, you smell like weed, I am weed over the I love you, I know from Star Wars, and that just stuck in my head now. I, I don't get that meme. <laughs> so there I'm, was, I'm you, old that, enough where I'm just like, I don't get this meme. It's been around all day, meme, and I don't understand the joke. You missed the course. I'm very excited. Welcome back to an episode of uh, of Meme Detectives, where I bring Andrew to the root of a meme. Um, so do you know the the... Rap rapper Machine Gun Kelly? Uh yes. They're dating Olivia Munn, right? No, they're dating uh uh Megan Fox. Megan Fox. Olivia Munn is who John Mulaney's with now. Yes. I hate that I so know there, this much about celebrities. So there was a interview I, that hey, I sorry, I know that I'm I'm interrupting uh-huh. your tangent to go on a deeper mm-hmm. tangent. Um, uh-huh. no, I'm willing, I'm willing, I'm willing. All of those tweets that are like share a celebrity photo without downloading any new ones that like what blah blah blah, blah right <laughs> who yeah. the fuck's out here downloading celebrity photos uh-huh. is your photo roll just full of celebrity photos <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> what do you just like i gotta download pictures of john mulaney today <laughs> i gotta get this photo right here because i don't think i can open up my my photo roll and find a celebrity i, don't I, can, think I can guarantee find... you that i can open up my images right now and i will not see a single celebrity i've never <laughs> i've never thought i should download this photo of this celebrity i wonder if like i did it for me like to share a picture of a meme the closest thing i have there's a minion right there like that's a minion that could work is Minions Monkey D. Luffy a celebrity? Does he count? I think so. I can't imagine. Hey, hey, cartoon character TMZ, <laughs> where we write, where we write a magazine about the inner lives when they're not on set of cartoon <laughs> characters. We're the biggest thing on fanfiction.net. 
early 2000s. <laughs> like Naruto and Luffy. A couple? Yeah, I have I have Jory. That's the closest I have to a celebrity on my phone. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I really I've got fucking nothing, man. There's there's nothing here. I haven't even like taken the pick picking a picture of the television screen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, <sighs> no, my dog. My dog, that's the closest you I get. I have a picture from your wedding. <laughs> I have I have a video of you from my wedding crying, which is like hell yeah. Um, anyway, let me reach down into this this t- uh, tirade we're on and pull us back up to my tirade. Yeah, uh, back into your your tangent. Hit me, Megan Fox quote. I just remember this tall blonde ghostly creature, and I looked up and I was like, "You smell like weed." And he looked down at me and he was like, "I am weed." Then I swear to God, he disappeared like a ninja in a smoke bomb. Megan Fox and when she met Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, <laughs> so that's very funny and that's what that meme is is just a just that fucking stupid fucking quote man i swear to god he disappeared like a ninja and a smoke bomb (laughs) 